grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our living Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation on this, the high feast of the church here, is written for us in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, reading verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, and going to the tomb, he rolled away the stone and was sitting on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards were so terrified of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen just as he said. Come and see the place where the Lord lay. Go quickly and tell his disciples, He is risen from the dead. And look, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. They hurried away from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. They approached, took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers that they should go to Galilee and there they will see me. These are the words of our text. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we have gathered today to celebrate the fruits of your perfect life, innocent death, and triumphant resurrection. We pray that you would increase our faith through your word. Make us more and more confident that your resurrection means that our sins are forgiven that we are God's dearly loved children and that one day we will be with you in heaven. Sanctify us then through the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In him who was dead but lives forevermore, Jesus the Christ, dear fellow redeemed, what sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. Teacher, we want a miraculous sign from you. No sign will be given except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And now one greater than Jonah is here. The chief priests and Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, 
we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, after three days I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Give us a sign. Three days and three nights. Give us a day, a sign. Destroy this temple. And in three days I will raise it up again. Give us a sign. Are you looking for proof that Jesus is what he claimed to be? That he can do the things that he does? That he can teach what he has? Give us a sign. Here is your sign. Christ is risen, just as he said. So do not be afraid. Take hold of him. The women set out early for the tomb that morning. They were probably sad with their eyes downcast, not just looking at the path in the dim light, but weighed down because all of their hopes had been dashed. The one they had trusted had been killed. They went out to the tomb that morning as we would go to the tomb of our loved ones to pay our respects, to give them some honor. But they went out without hope, without joy. They went in despair. But what great news they received at the tomb. An angel of the Lord had come down and they felt the earthquake as he rolled away the stone. And there he was, sitting on it. The very soldiers that had been placed as a guard to make sure that Jesus didn't rise from the dead were lying terrified as dead men because of the angel's presence. And the angel, with great understanding of their feelings and emotions, their thoughts, told them, don't be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Matthew tells us that the women hurried away from the tomb with fear and great joy. With fear because they'd just seen a holy angel and didn't fully comprehend everything that he had told them. But great joy. Because their hope was renewed. The one who had been crucified was alive. Christ is risen. Just as he said, 
So that fear, that uncertainty of what does this mean? That's something that I want to dwell on this morning. What does it mean that Christ is risen just as he said? The first thing that it means is that Christ has offered sufficient payment for our sins. He has satisfied God over the debt of our sins. Jesus told his disciples, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. When God raised Jesus from the dead, he was proclaiming that the ransom payment has been fully met. The angel said to the woman, or to the women, you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. The Bible is so clear that Jesus died because of our sins. In the book of Romans, it tells us that he was handed over to death because of our transgressions. And he was raised to life for our, because of our justification. Jesus was handed over to death. He was crucified because of our trespasses, our sins. And God raised him from the dead because of our justification. God was telling us through the resurrection of Jesus that Jesus has made sufficient payment for all of our sins. And so don't be afraid. Jesus has paid for your sins. When you look at your sins, when you look at the way that you have lived, when you see again all of those sinful choices, all of the ways you have failed to be what God wants, failing to love Him and your neighbor perfectly, your lies and your deceit, your lack of study of God's word, your complacency in your faith, your lack of trust in God's good plan for your life, the hatred that you hold towards the people that God has put in your life, and the ways that you fail to love them as he demands. Yes, when you see those things, do not be afraid. Christ is risen. That means that your sins are paid for. No matter how great your guilt may be, no matter how tall that pile of transgressions may be, Jesus' cross surpasses it. And he has offered the payment that God demanded for your sins. 
So when you see your guilt, don't be afraid. Christ is risen. The second thing that Jesus' resurrection shows us is that we too will rise. Paul said it this way in the letter to the first, or first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 15. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Jesus said that the will of him who sent him was that he should lose none of those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. Jesus' resurrection is proof that he can raise us from the dead. And Paul was explaining this in his first letter to the Thessalonians. He said, indeed, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, then in the same way we also believe that God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep through Jesus. Jesus' resurrection proves that one day our grave will be empty too. I am not normally a fan of euphemisms. But notice the one that Paul used. He said, those who have fallen asleep through Jesus and will be the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For the Christian, death is no more harmful than lying down on your bed at night to go to sleep. What a beautiful image that is for us. That we can look at our coffin as a bed in which our body is sleeping, waiting for the day when Jesus will come and wake it up again. Do you fear your bed when you lie down at night? You should fear it. Excuse me. You should fear your grave as little as your bed. Jesus' resurrection has emptied death of its power, emptied it of its sting. So that now death is the door to heaven. So don't be afraid. When death comes, the one who is for you has defeated death. He has conquered it by rising from the dead. And he has promised that he will raise you from the dead. Christ is risen just as he said. And therefore, do not fear, because he will raise you just as he said. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the guilt of your sins, because Christ's resurrection shows you that your sins are paid for, that you are forgiven. Don't be afraid of death, because Christ's resurrection proves that he has the power over death. And that he will raise you just as he said. So take hold of him. 
follow the example of the women and bow down and worship Him. So why should you worship Jesus? First of all, you should worship Him because His resurrection proves that He is the Son of God. In John chapter 10, Jesus described Himself as the Good Shepherd. He said, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down His life for the sheep. He went on to explain, No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. And he went on and he said, I have authority to lay my life down and authority to take it back up again. Jesus was there teaching us that he's not just a normal man, that he is God. Everyone else that has been raised from the dead has needed someone outside of themselves to act to come to them and to intervene and to bestow life once again. But Jesus is different. He gave life back to himself. I have authority to lay my life down and to take it back up again. Only God could raise himself from the dead. So Christ is risen. Just as he said, therefore, he must be God. So come and, and fall at his feet and worship him. Because he surely loves you. God became man so that he could be your savior. So that you could come to him and, and take hold of him being filled with joy that His salvation brings. What do you think the women expected when they went out to the tomb that, that morning? They were expecting to find Jesus dead, cold, lying there with the stone in front of the tomb. That's what they were expecting. Boy, they received a surprise. A surprise that changed everything. They went in sadness and despair. They left in joy. They went without faith in having been crushed by the crucifixion of Jesus. And they left with faith restored. They left with joy. But how their joy must have been magnified when they saw Jesus himself. They approached him and fell at his feet, took hold of him, and they worshipped him. How many times have you made this journey to the empty tomb? Ten? Fifteen? Thirty? Eighty? What do you expect every time you make this journey? 
you head out like the women that morning? Really expecting nothing? Is Easter just whole old hat to you, a tradition, something you just do? If it is, you're missing the point. Easter changes everything. Just as the women were changed on their journey to and from the tomb, so too you should be changed. God wants you to take hold of Jesus and to receive the joy that only He can give. If your life is full of pain and suffering, here is your joy. If your life is hard and difficult, here is your joy. If you don't have purpose and direction in life, here's your joy. Christ is risen just as He said. Take hold of Him and be changed by Him. Now your life can have real purpose. Purpose that lasts not just a day or a week or a month, but eternally. Take hold of Christ and live the new life that He has given you. Now you can go home and you can serve the people that God has placed in your life. Not as an onerous task. Not as a, a burden, a ball and chain around your ankles. but as a privilege because Christ has given those people to you in love and placed them in your life so that you can serve them just like He has served you. So come to the empty tomb and leave changed. Grab hold of the joy that Jesus and only Jesus can give and hold on to it. Travel often to the tomb, not just on Easter. Come day after day and receive the new life that Christ has just for you. May God bless your Easter celebrations. May God surround you with His love and mercy in Jesus. Because Christ is risen, just as He said. So do not be afraid. Take hold of Him. And then His peace will rule your hearts and minds now and forever. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting.